The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. Absolutely, your voice sounds a lot different, Mark, because that was like a normal pitch. Oh, yeah. where is it? There you go. You guys so, are having way too much fun. No, so, yeah. <laughs> so welcome. Once the again worst thing they could have ever given us is yeah. this thing. Welcome once again to We Came From Radio. This is the official uh, Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking. We are live on tape on a GHR studio on Halloween today. Uh, we're recording. <laughs> and I am here. <laughs> <laughs> it was a ghost. Nice. Oh, man. I am here with our very own senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino. Hello, fun seekers. Our very own Pronto <laughs> Comics, Dominic Bedrock. <laughs> How's it going? We have our engineer, Fantastic Alex. Hey, yo, guys. And we have two. Two guests today, special, special guests, guests, who we're going to be talking to, with, and about, which is good because they are here. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy when we don't. Actress, um, actor, uh, photographer, producer, and musician. Right? I got all the titles. Everybody got sure. All? Did I miss any titles? Hey. We have. We'll um, be throwing Michael, some in as we go. Michael Duff and Denise Duff. Say hi. Hey. Hey, y'all. There's Thanks so for much having going us. Going on here, I love this. <laughs> yeah. So before we get to talk to them, we're going to take it away with the news. The, the news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con, of which we are the official radio show. I don't feel like asking the question this week, Mark. over 22 years of comic book stuff and pop culture-ness. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. Their next uh, convention will be in March 9th and 10th of 2019, and they just announced headliner William Shatner will be uh, there. Oh, you mean Bill? Yes, my, Bill. Bill. My buddy. <laughs> There you go. Um, and also, the uh, Comic Bar Con, which is a, essentially a comic book convention inside a local bar. And <laughs> That's the best place to have it. Yeah. At um, Long Island. It's, uh, the next one will be on uh, February 2nd, 2019. For more information, do you, do you go want to... an hour down on Long Island? <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> we are on Long Island. For more information, okay. go to www.fatguyinc.com and do the backslash and look up... Uh, Comic bar con. I don't know about you, but I feel like a monkey with a handgun having this thing here. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't blame the monkey. Don't blame don't blame the monkey. If you if you give a monkey a gun <laughs> and the monkey shoots you with a gun, you don't blame the monkey. That's true. You don't. What look what happened in Planet of the Apes? Yeah. I know. The only good Go human is a dead human. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. So normally we we start with the sad news. Donald, do you want to start off with the sad news? Do you have any sad news you want to share with us? No, I'm okay for right now. All right. So then uh, we have no sad news. So okay. The, so we're gonna move on to to happier news. Yes. Uh, and uh, our guests, feel free to chime in at any time with the news. Okay. Because sometimes insane. <laughs> All right. <Go>. So <laughs> let's see. Um, Ooh, from the, this might not be the crossover we wanted, but it's a crossover we got, but not really, department. 
The second printing of The Return of Wolverine issue number one somehow had pages two and three and 38 and 39 accidentally swapped out with the same pages of Star Wars Dr. Aphra issue number 25. The printer error was noticed too late in the process to correct before the books were shipped out to retailers. Marvel sounds for replacement copies to retailers the following week with no expectations that the misprinted copies to be returned. So now that's instant collectability, right? I was right just there. thinking, like, yeah, yes, I that's was what thinking, you want. I need to get my hands on one been, of those. It could have started as sad news, but it's epic news. <laughs> it's epic news. It's, it's epic yeah. news. That's a good way to put it. Epic news, yeah. Um, let's see what else we got moving along. Um, oh, from the Rocky, Rambo, and Beyond department. Sylvester Stallone has announced some new upcoming projects from his company, Balboa Productions. Um, it's Hunter, an adaptation of a novel by James Byron Huggings, which tells the story of a tracker who is tasked with hunting down and stopping a half-man, half-beast hybrid that was created by a rogue government agency. It's Man Bear Pig! <laughs> Half man, half bear, half pig. I like that it's a rogue government agency. Yes, yes. all government agencies are rogue agencies, and uh, there's no fun in it. That's right. We also have a ghost, which is oh, ghost colon my 30 years as an FBI undercover agent, which is an adaptation of the memoir of the same name, which tells the story of Michael McGowan, who completed more than 50 undercover assignments as an agent for the FBI. A rogue FBI agent. And lastly, Samaritan, which is a dark tale on a superhero genre, and Sylvester will star as the lead. So Ooh. we don't know if it's a good or bad Samaritan. I we don't just know. Usually hear it's good a rogue Samaritan. Samaritan. So wait, a rogue Samaritan. I feel cheated. <laughs> yes. These are not the rogues you're looking for. Whoa. Let, me, let me hold the door for you. I guess yeah. you have to watch the movie to find out, <laughs> to find out. if he's good or bad. All right. People don't know what, like it, the point of that thing either. Like Samaria was the country literally north of Judea. They were also Jewish, but they were like considered like lesser than. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm butchering this a little bit, but it, <laughs> thank you. It's considered like, oh, they're not, you know, they're You're giving dirty me the derivation of the word Samaritan, yeah. right? I it, love this. It had nothing to do with like, you know, doing good. Or, that's why I was like what? the good Samaritan, because like they wouldn't expect that of the people from Samaria. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, that yeah, was the whole baby. point. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's what 12 years of Catholic school gets you. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Um, <laughs> and it gets you burnt knuckles from the nuns. That's with, with, yeah. the, with the, yeah. Yeah, the, the ruler. The ruler. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, so that's a real movie. Samaritan. So, yeah. Samaritan. It's completely, totally wrong on what it really has the original meaning of, but fine. Um, it's Hollywood. It doesn't matter. They have, they can shoot 20 shots out of one gun. You know, it's okay. <laughs> so speaking, of, yeah, so speaking of Hollywood not mattering, from the not nice as segment. fast. I don't think that was English. From the not as fast but just as furious department, uh, franchise producer Neil Moritz filed a lawsuit against Universal for breach of oral contract and promissory 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 after being fired from the spinoff film Hobbs and Shaw. The lawsuit says Neil was removed from the project just days before the camera began rolling and is currently seeking to be reinstated as lead producer on the film or to be paid tens of millions of dollars in damages and lost compensation. According to... You got it? You're, you're, I can't read that. <laughs> Which one are you looking for? The Yeah Baby. <laughs> yeah Baby! I'm glad yeah. you messed that up too. <laughs> <laughs> um, according to reports, the decision to amend his contract was based on the film going over budget. Uh, Neil's lawyer says, 
despite Neil having complete pay or play. Yes. Doesn't sound anything like him. <laughs> Not a thing. Despite Neil having complete pay or play protection on all of his last several deals on the Fast and Furious franchise and having relied on Universal's oral promises, Universal also took the extraordinary position. Every that time it you was say oral promises, I feel creepy. <laughs> to exploit no, Neil. I'm feeling like we're having a Me Too moment. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> and his work product over an approximately a year and a half period without honoring its oral producer agreement. Yeah. Um, Hobson's show will be released. Uh, that wasn't right. On August second, twenty nineteen. You really should never oral, have given this to us. Oral producer. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. Yeah, baby. Um, like they felt the need to have to say the oral producer. Well, yeah. because he was. It was an oral contract. And, and they, I just want to make sure. I'm going to defer this to Definition Man. Now, when they because <laughs> I, Definition Man, because that's your new name. My, that's my new name. Well, Dominic Der Definition Man Sperano. I love it. And Derek, I've been called worse things. So, and because I couldn't see what you're reading from, is it oral, like O R A L, or is it A U R? Is it a no, no, or 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. So, First of all, how dumb is he that he's in Hollywood and he didn't get it in writing? That's what I was just going to ask. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> clearly, well, a, no, 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 clearly a rookie. There are, there are six Fast and Furious films. No, oh, wait, there's eight of them, right? There's eight. Yeah. So he had go a contract ten. that was, you know, oral this whole time. So why would you change it? He, you because know what? you got to be smarter than he that. Saw, he saw Jersey Boys. They just shook hands. That was it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why we moved out back east. Yeah. You know, we just want to shake a hand. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. No oral promises. Oral. <laughs> Oh. What else is in the news? Yeah, baby. There you go. All right. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> it's nice when a plan comes together. <laughs> well, I want to save this one for the last one, so I gotta, I gotta find the other one. Uh, oh, no. right. so now you're scrolling from the, around. From the we only had to wait 40 years sort of department. The Moody Blues inducted into the uh, Hall of Fame. <laughs> is that true? We'll get, I is that true? For that. Oh, I didn't know. Who's going to get inducted um, first, Rush or uh, Jethro Tull? Rush. I'm going Choice with C. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, Rush, definitely Rush. Yeah. The uh, third uh, Halloween film, Part Two. <laughs> what? <laughs> the third Halloween Part Two film, because this is the third one. It's the third Part Two film. Oh, the third I don't want that's the, the newest third, one. The third sequel. The Technically, that's part Halloween. six. That's the new math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's your common core working for you right there. <laughs> the newest Halloween movie, which just yeah. came out a couple weeks ago. Yes. Now, that's which how you phrase that. Which is part two. Right. But it's the third part two movie. Nice. Right. Because we're, we're ignoring all other sequels, including ones with Jamie Lynn Curtis in them already. Yes. We're, everything right. except for the original and now this one. Okay. So, no Fine. Halloween nice. 2, no Rob Zombie Halloween, no Rob Zombie Halloween 2. So, that's why this is the third. That I'm fine with, Halloween. because like those are just a different Universe, iteration. That's right. fine. Okay. But, I mean, there's Halloween, Halloween 2, then all the terrible sequels, then Halloween <laughs> H2O. I did like Halloween 3. Especially that one. That, that was saying. creepy. Halloween 3 was creepy. That music, that right. was freaking creepy music. Oh, I'm just saying. And then, like, and then, of course, the uh, and, and, ambivalent ending that you don't know if they if they all turn into demons or not. Right. It's kind of creepy. Hmm. But then you also have Halloween H2O, which right. brought Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis Jamie Lee back. Jamie Lee back, but no, that didn't happen. But now that didn't happen either. Right. right. 
Where she disc. finally beheads Michael Myers. Well, yeah, but no, that wasn't real. That was a fake Michael Myers. Spoilers. I know. Well, because they made another sequel after that. It's right. Like, we're going to end this. This is it. Ah, all of those, made, all of those sequels were actually a dream sequence. There you go. No. There you go. That's a great... It's the easy out. Yeah. That's always the easy out. That's really good. Nice. I got the ooh and the ah. That was good. Nice. So... That's why right. I bring him along. Yeah, there you go. That's the, Which uh, one's the applause? That's, we don't have the applause. Oh, uh, I didn't put applause on that. Hey, I gotta do it all myself. I do it for was applause. Was there a Halloween Resurrection? Yes, Halloween because Resurrection that, was the one after, after H2O, right? H2O. And when that came out, I had been directing a film, and it was called Song of the Vampire, and Blockbuster wanted to buy it from Full Moon Entertainment and Charlie Band of Full Moon Entertainment. Do you all ever heard of Charlie Band from Full no. Moon Entertainment? I've heard of Full Moon Entertainment. Okay, so Full Moon Entertainment uh, is owned by Charlie Band. Okay. And um, so he did Transfers and Puppet Master. So he's the one that distributed this film I directed. And because Halloween Resurrection had just come out, he's like, we got to change the name from Song of the Vampire to... Vampire, Vampire Resurrection. Resurrection. <laughs> and Blockbuster bought it. And so I got to... It's all about the marketing. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what? When you were saying that, I'm saying I don't remember you doing that one. But it was Vampire Resurrection. Vampire yeah. Resurrection is the one that I was in yeah. and directed. Yeah. So basically yeah. they were Asylum Films before Asylum Films became Asylum Films. Because they purposely go out there and change names and make things like... To try and get more audience. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's, there's literally, right. I think, like 12 words, and then you just mix and combine them around. <laughs> yes. You know, <laughs> the, the, that it's going to be Vampire Samaritan. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Vampire <laughs> Samaritan. That's yeah. the sequel. There you go. Right. There you that go. is the sequel. Yeah. He'll, he'll help you out, <laughs> then suck your blood. That's <laughs> more of a thank you. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, Charlie you didn't tell me how productive that this interview would yeah. be. Yeah, well, there yeah. you go. This is some We're good getting some things done. Um, so anyway, the movie that I was talking about... What movie is that? How, the third Halloween Part 2 film had a franchise uh, best opening weekend pulling in $77.5 million, easily beating out the second first Halloween film at just $26 million in 2007. So all of our shenanigans and making fun of for naught. Exactly. It made money. Um, Shockingly, they put a Halloween movie out in October and it made money. Go figure. (laughs) Um, Don't ever press that button again. That was horrible. That was like security. I don't know. Executives say... I am enormously proud of this film. That sounds nothing <laughs> like the executives. Halloween brings this franchise back to life in a fresh, relevant, and fun way that is winning over fans and critics alike. Also of note, this new sequel, which ignores all the other Halloween films except the original one, marks, marks Jamie Lee Curtis's biggest film opening to date, wow. as well as the best horror opening with a female lead and the biggest launch ever with a female lead over 55 and holds the record of the second highest debut in an October for release, uh, beating out Venom, uh, uh, just being beaten out by Venom, which opened at $80 million earlier in October. Yeah. So now it's your job. All right. Yeah. You got you to make a horror film that's going to beat uh, yes, 77. It's like baseball statistics. Right. First Seriously. film on a Wednesday before the sun came <laughs> yes. up. Right. Got this to, wow. I know. So you got it. You got it. All right. You got it. You know, it's the year of the over 50 woman. Over 50 woman. <laughs> over 50. <laughs> what age is 50? She, she made a mistake. <laughs> the over 50. 
Fifty. Um, so moving on to the we only had to wait twenty years department. Oh well, that's easier. Um, for all you Flash fans out there, Flash, John, ah! Wesh- <laughs> John <laughs> Wesley Ship, the actor who portrayed the original Flash mm-hmm. in the nineteen nineties TV show, uh, now plays the current Flash's father, as well as Jay Garrick and the Silver Age Flash in the comics. Will this will be a part of this year's upcoming Arrowverse crossover event? titled Elseworlds. While not much is known about the event, it has been posted that John Wesley Shipp will reprise his role as Barry Allen in the original series complete with his original Flash costume. Well, they were talking about that since they redid the Flash and brought it back. They they wanted him to do it, and he he did it. So, yay! That's what you call good fan service. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm very excited about that. So I'm glad you're excited. I really don't care. (laughs) That's going to be December 9th to December 11th of this year. I can sleep easier now, now that I know that. I could go home, and everything will be right as rain. All the things going on in my life are now okay. (laughs) Yes. Fantastic, Alex. What else you got? How much time do we have left before we hit the the halfway point? So I want to know if I want to do one or two more. Usually there's a screen up there, but it's not there. Come on, wake up. Do your job. We're at 18 minutes. 18 minutes, good. So I can do do this. Yes. Can I I know why I'm just staring at a frozen (laughs) picture of great white rock me? Uh, and why we don't have the usual thing up? Uh, What's the usual thing? Uh, it's like uh, we see the levels and we know, and and we, and we know how much time we have. Going on. Why are we playing it fast because and loose today? Because it's Halloween and there's always a little of a funk. There you go. Yes. Funk. And now we have yes? 16 no, minutes. Remote. What? The remote. The remote. Oh, the remote. All right. So anyway. So well, why don't I just put up Netflix then the, while I'm here? From the <laughs> Who Needs Michael Knight department. Right. I, Kit does. That's yeah. who. According to police reports... Actor William Daniel Daniels, who's 91 years old, <laughs> Made he played Mr. Feeney on Boy Meets World, as well as voice Kit in the original Knight Rider series, wow. managed to scare away some would-be criminals who tried to break into his home in Los Angeles. Please LAPD tell me he was doing the Kit voice. Quickly, and both he and his wife are fine. So there you go. Nice. See? He, he chased them away. Well, you know what? They probably realized they were breaking into Mr. Feeney's house, and they just felt terrible, and they left. Is that what happened? Yeah. He probably gave him, like, a good talking to. <laughs> you know, like, now, Mr. Matthews, you're breaking into my home, and that's no good character for a young man like you. That's and they probably felt bad. That's what happened. And they yes. left. And they're like, and you know. And they're going to really, turn themselves in. They're going to turn themselves in. They'll do a little time, and then they're going to, like, get Community their G- service. Right. Yes. They'll get their GED in prison, and they'll yeah. come back like great great people. Because I mean, what, what the world needs now. Yeah, what the world and needs now is more Feeney. Not even to it's mention smart. his bell. When you ring it, the red light keeps going back and forth. Yeah, that's true. That's right. All right, so finally. <laughs> he, he morally turbo boosted them out of his house. How about that? Go ahead. Nice. Finally. <laughs> From the yeah, this is a real thing department. Yeah, baby. This is a real thing department. <laughs> a live action. We need more sound effects. He's really doing the same too. <laughs> I just can't even tell which are the sound effects and which are you guys. You're kind of brilliant. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I think it's the first time we've ever been called brilliant. Okay. <laughs> um, a live action detective Pikachu film. Pikachu. Oh, God bless you. Pika! <laughs> which is based yeah. on the adventure game of the same name will feature a talking sentient Pikachu masquerading as a police detective no. as he teams up with private eye Harry Goodman's 21-year-old son, Tim, to find the missing private eye. Shut the front door! With okay, none other than Ryan Reynolds providing the voice of Pikachu. Oh, no. That's awesome. So, Dominic, it's a sentient 
Pikachu. Would you please uh, elucidate yes, yes. to us? <laughs> I, I yes, definition man. A sentient Pikachu. I just need to know, is it going to be a rogue Pikachu? It's a rogue, <laughs> a rogue sentient, sentient okay. Pikachu. Okay. Pikachu. Isn't Pikachu already sentient? Isn't he already like aware that he is a Pokemon? See, that that's what seems that's redundant what to, to me. Is directed, yeah. directly connected to Deadpool? What? Pikachu. Brian Reynolds. Reynolds. Oh, I thought it yeah, was a question. Great. No. I was, like, yeah. I, was running for the, I was ready for a Charlie question. Yeah, I was, no, I was no, ready for it. My question is, get rid of the snooze. I'm, I've had now, it. Well, <laughs> thank you. That's right. You know what would be awesome? What? If Pikachu is dressed as Deadpool the entire time. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. So, yeah, that's, that's a live-action Pikachu movie coming out where he's going to be talking with the voice of Ryan Reynolds. That's wow. Uh, but live action meaning it's like real fleshy humans. Real fleshy human, and I guess a CGI. Pikachu. I maybe, maybe it's a guy in a Pikachu costume. That'd be great. That would be awesome. Or a girl. We don't discriminate. Right. That's true. But all we do That's know true. is it's sentient. Yeah, it's sentient. Sen a yes. sentient detective mm. trying to solve. Sounds this like there should be a disclaimer, uh, disclaimer after that name, like it's a drug. Now, cause death. <laughs> now on the on the uh, list of great detectives, who's going to be the best? Columbo. Oh. Uh, Hercule Poirot, Basil, Basil, uh, you know Sherlock Holmes or Pikachu. Uh, my vote's on That's Pikachu. There you go. <laughs> I think it would be Crusoe. Oh, Crusoe. Okay, you got my vote there. Yeah. Is that your minky? Oh, you, did you mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that's it for the news. <laughs> Thank God. Um, that's a long time for us to get Thank you for calling yes. us. Yes. All right. So we're right after the break. We're going to be right back with the came from the radio. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. Hi, this is Cheryl and Fenn, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hey guys, want to impress everyone at your next party? Shock them all with a custom cake. Anything goes. Classic wedding cakes to wild party themes. Follow my social media for weekly videos and photos. We're a Long Island-based cake shop. Custom Cakes by Christie Incorporated. K-R-I-S-T-Y. Call or text anytime. 631-606-8166. Hey, this is Ty Monk, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy from The Last Dragon, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Envoy Comic Distributors, the independent distributor for independent minds. We represent some of the finest small press and self-publishers out there today. To learn more about us and our publishers, search for Envoy Comic Distributors on Facebook. And shop for us online at envoy.storeenvy.com. That's E-N-V-O-Y dot S-T-O-R-E-N-V-Y dot com. Have a great day. Full body character. Hey, ghoulies, this is Demon Boy, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. <laughs> now, back to our show. I'm waiting for you to point. <laughs> Welcome back to the Game <laughs> Reveal. You're pushing on the back Mark Torres speaking. In the GHR City World. Seen of course, Charlie Saladino. Um, wait, I'm hearing, I'm hearing uh, something now. There's, there's like a feedback. 
All right. Not me, I can tell well, you that I hear much. me on the Facebook Live on tape. So it's got to be somebody. Oh, it's this that. Is, yeah, I was going to say, I I'm think like, it's... Uh, I, I know that I turned mine down, so there wouldn't yeah. be that problem. So we're here with everybody. <laughs> My phone is outside, so I wouldn't have that problem. Aha, he's learned. So let us talk to our guests here today. So Please. Michael and Denise Duff. So do you want to introduce yourselves as one unit or introduce yourselves separately? So let's let's start with that. Okay. Well, uh, we're we're we are. He asks we're the both. hard questions. Yeah, because we we like to call ourselves Team Duff, but we each have our own art forms and our own lives, and. But we are together quite yes. often. All right. So what but, is Team Duff about? And then you can talk about yourselves individually. Let people know. It's about the beer. Who you guys are. We're listening to our show. Duff Did beer. Did you say? Oh, Duff beer. It's about yes. Duff beer. It's, been, it's very interesting because my one of my best friends is Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson. Ooh. And wow. she was sort of a, the birth coach when I delivered my daughter at home. Ooh. And you delivered your daughter at home? Yeah. yeah. Bart, you Bart like to live dangerously. Yeah. yeah. Bart, Bart helped, helped deliver yeah. my baby. Bart, literally, I have video of Bart saying, "Don't have a cow, man." I was gonna ask, like, are you in the middle of a contraction? She's like, "Don't have a cow, man," yeah, and yeah, you're like, "Yep." Yeah. Yeah. Did and you punch? Fun and funny. No, no, it was all Bart in the face. It was awesome. It was all in the spirit of what you would want to yeah. have, you know? A uh, hospital. Uh, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> if necessary, it was very close by. You did but, the water um, thing, right? The natural water. We were no. almost gonna do the bathtub, but we didn't need to. Right there, the bed. But, um, <laughs> but Bart uh, Simpson, being such a good friend, we get uh, gifted a lot of Duff. Uh, swag. Nice. So we have lots of swag of, of Duff beer and paintings. Duff and, man. And, yeah. Duff man. <laughs> yes. So, um, but the, the team Duff aspect, you know, since we moved to New York a couple years ago, we do something called um, Serenade in the City. And because we've been married for 29 years and my husband's a musician, we do the, I know, right? He's yawning. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we do... Um, it's we, been some he, rough nights. What he, can I tell you? He performs and we do a little marriage talk. Um, you know, we kind of make it fun and, and productive. Um, and what, what's your top tip? Our top tip is um, don't make fun of your significant other in public in front of them. You know, I got to tell you, my lady has the same same uh, thing. Really? She has the same exact feeling, and that's why she's awesome. Because you can never tell someone that they're awesome too much. Yeah. That's yeah. True. yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, I don't, I don't you can. I'll have to keep her. <laughs> you can yeah. yawn. Yeah, you can yawn all <laughs> Thank you want. You were listening. <laughs> yeah. She's also a surprise. Like he listens. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank the next you. Next time you touch that, I'm gonna break your fingers. <laughs> They're really. <laughs> They're That's very... snap. That's it. Here we go. And yeah. and with that, my husband has uh, been writing a book. And tell them about that. Uh. Maybe a slightly different audience, but it's called the Love and Sports Playbook, and it's a guide for guys um, mm. how to have a happy relationship through sports. Through Ooh. sports? Yep. Through sports analogies, not yeah. like you I know. Like, you yeah. Have to, like, yeah, come on, let's play basketball <laughs> together. No, it's not, it's not like tonight we play baseball. <laughs> yeah, right. Get the pillows ready. You now, if, you, that. if you've grown up watching sports or playing sports, there's there's right. certain things that that team aspects that are absolutely applicable to your relationship. That's how I've always worked with our relationship. Okay. Uh, and it's just certain things I'm, you know, uh, yeah. The, just because we we've team. outlasted so many of our friends, marriage-wise. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting way of putting it. <laughs> you know. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
Right. Yeah. And, and and it's one of these things that, you know, I, I have a lot of successful friends who, you know, are successful as actors and artists and musicians, but if they're failing in their relationship, it just lays them out. Like, right. it, it, yeah. it consumes them. It strangles them. It makes them feel worthless. It, it's just, it, it's such a deep part. And so that's when we just really started looking at, like, all right, well, what is it that we're doing right, you know? And just sharing that. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, not, not serious. And, and the cool thing is... He just loves sports. I wasn't really raised with sports. I kind of grew up more here on Long Island with my Italian family, and it was just about food and fishing. Yeah. Isn't fishing and a sport? And those kind of... It can. It's considered one. Now, what's yeah, interesting, it's fishing will give you food. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's all one big circle that, around the belly. Circle of life. Circle of life. You yes. see how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. See? Mm. You know, and music. A lot of big band music was kind of what, what we had here. And um, and then I met him, and, and I'm like, what is this on the TV? And they're loud, and the screen is blue with numbers moving, and I, I didn't get it. Um, and then Why are I, they always yelling? Yeah. <laughs> so why, why is he? Because guys off. don't listen. Yeah, um, that's walk it off. That's what the that's yeah. what the thing is. Why walk did the off. manager just slap the pitcher on the butt? What's with <laughs> yeah. that? Uh, yeah. No one knows why. Yeah, weird. baby. Yeah, yeah, that's baby. why. Bizarre. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Anyway, that's just a, it's, he wasn't even on the that, same team. It was weird. No one gets it. Play for the same team. I get it. As far as we know, yeah. Thank you. Where's the drum roll? Oh wait, that was perfect for that. Nice. There you go. Oh I, can't, I can't do everything. I can't I do everything. I'm so going to take that thing away from them. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it's mine. You can't. They're I'm letting him use it, but it'll be mine. Oh, okay, it's yours. Yeah, it's his for next time. Right. I just got to get in the hang of it right now. I also okay. need to get the hang of it. Leave, leave it alone now. Yeah. That's funny. Inconceivable. So, <laughs> I know where that button is. I want that button. So, right. so, so we, right. we've had very varied um, artistic uh, paths, I guess, careers. Uh, She's, you know, an actress, a director, uh, a musician. We've, you know, she's a photographer. Uh, I'm. You know, say potato, oh, I say potato. Yeah, it's, it's like I, you know, mm. I, I have design firms. You know, it's no, like there's, no. uh, we, we do York. different things. It's, it's a, uh, we're we're not bored, and it's like whatever you know, we're, even everything we do now is is creative, and it sort of always has been. That's like a through line of everything right. that we've yeah. done. Hmm. Well, his band um, was, Colum or was, was Columbia Records, was on Columbia Records. It was called Chalk Farm. There we go. And uh, so he was the lead singer of Chalk Farm. And they um, they were signed by Columbia in like 1996. And they toured with Better Than Ezra and Tonic oh, okay. and uh, Matchbox yeah, 20. So they they were like you know sometimes match like Matchbox would open for Chalk Farm or Tonic would open for Chalk Farm and Chalk Farm would open for Tonic and and um, yeah not Matchbox but everybody else oh okay yeah oh Dishwalla you guys toured with Dishwalla yeah, yeah. and um, so that was sort of the genre of their music and and uh, they you know just hit America and did the tour and wow um, yeah and I was uh, three years in a van ah good old good times <laughs> that's work baby that's right. Especially not being. Please tell me it's at least a big van. Uh, you know, no. The 15 <laughs> passenger Ford Ecoline. Oh man, that's you grinding know? it out. Yeah, yeah. But it was a blast. It was you know more work than than you can imagine, but more fun than we ever. And, oh, and I, I I'll never forget. There was a time when they were playing at a place called the Club Congress in Arizona Tucson. or in Tucson, and I had just gotten cast in um, Robin uh, Robin Cook's Invasion. movie of the week Invasion. Invasion. And um, and so I had some scenes with um, uh, Luke Perry 
and um, and so I was flying in to Tucson for that and I shot it and I convinced them to have a, a PA drive me to like it was either <laughs> Hotel Congress yeah, yeah. and um, and I surprised him and and I remember the the show had just started they were about two songs into it and I'm pushing my way past the people and they were all singing the words to his song and it, they had just gotten released on radio maybe like oh, a okay. month a month or two prior and now all these people are knowing their music and you know when you're the wife like your gig is you support your dude you you applaud you tell everyone to shut the heck up you know and and you know the life of a right. musician you're not always playing to audiences who are there for you you right. know and i've right, been through right. all that and it just it just made me cry to see all these people who were just riveted by my man and singing his songs and that was like Oh, that's what it's about. We don't know? have an all button, but aw. No. I know. <laughs> yeah. You're the one Total who has the cheat button. sheet in front of you. Why are you looking no, at me? I don't me? have an aw. Like, oh, I have an aw. Oh. Oh. It's good. But right, it's the, the little sweeter <laughs> heart one. Yes. yes. All right, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you. Well, yes, radio go usually radio is usually snarkier anyway, so you'll probably never have an aw button. You know, yeah, that's good okay. Point. But, quick, yeah. Real quick question, kids? Yeah. Oh yes. One. I okay. thought you were calling us. I'm like, what? Hey there, kids. One kid. What's one up? Kid. Just one. Her one. name is Paris Helena, Hello, and Paris. she is a a very um, competent and and uh, working photographer. Oh. She's a, become a fashion photographer. She modeled for several years. She's five foot ten and a half, almost five foot eleven, and um, yes, and she's beautiful. She's, she's beautiful. Yeah. And Frank, she's your buddy, who we met, is uh, is the Godfather. Oh. Now? Is the well, Godfather? Go. <laughs> Have you so, had him over in your house for a cup of coffee? Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't know, he's never seen it, so he doesn't know. Well, well I, you know, my name being Denise, I get the whole, I'm Denise New York Italian, so I get the the, the Denise and the nephew, you know. Oh, oh God. Yeah. And do you want me to slap them when they do that? Because I can do that. Or I'll have people from Staten Island come down. He has a guy. Okay, he knows good. a guy. He knows a guy. Just push, a guy. push the button. Yeah, I'm yeah. 63 now. I don't beat up anybody. I call yeah. people now. All right, so because you mentioned the, the, the shout-out for your daughter Paris, I forgot we have to our own shout out. I completely, yeah. this show has been completely off the rails. I it forgot. It wasn't even on the rails. Shout out. <laughs> we didn't get near a rail. So I want to mention the shout outs for our Patreon. We have David We're Merlo, total Jared Burrell, Two Sentence Horror, Ryan McDonald's, Bree Nicholas, Millie Portez, and Juan Soros from Conviction Comics. So thank you for uh, being a patron on our little show. Nice. And that's your shout out for this week. There you go. Um, but I do have a, 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 a question <coughs> you probably haven't heard of in years. How was it working with an orangutan? Do you Aww, remember that? Of course. That that show was one of my <laughs> favorite Danger TV Fear. shows. It was one of my favorite TV shows of all time. That was great, wasn't it? Danger yes. Fear. Yeah. And you know, it was directed by um, uh, the female director who directed um, uh, but, 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 uh, the yeah, History X. Um, uh, no, I don't. Oh my gosh. Um, um, you can go on your phone. That's all right. <laughs> Phones are allowed. It's just no noise. The, the, um, Near Dark. Who directed Near Dark? Oof, that's all right. Wait, we got uh, what well, don't we have a producer Alex for a reason? Gonna, he's gonna look at engineer here. He's he's it up. on it. We'll get, get that answer yes. in a second. So, I'll do your tell job, you, kid. Um, what was so difficult about that was because that orangutan, and I'm playing like a, an under um, a, a marine you're, biologist, you're playing the sexy marine biologist, that's right. <laughs> well, and, what a um, doubt. And and uh, and the actor, um, Dietrich Badger, yeah, that's it. He is a Penelope Spheris, Penelope Spheris directed it. Um, and so, so she's um, 
so I've got this monkey and I've got to hold this monkey and all the monkey wants to do is make everybody laugh and make funny fart sounds <laughs> and I have to pull it together and be extremely like game face and uh, plus it's it's high comedy so it's a little right, sticky you so to, you, you got to be kind of mm -hmm. like deadpan yes and uh, like I just I literally kept cracking up and ruining the takes and Penelope's fierce man you don't mess with her you know <laughs> and, and it wasn't like you know she wasn't giving me any like extra graces because oh you're a cute girl like it was like <laughs> on the contrary you know just do your job she was very very Bill Belichick. Very B Bill Nicely Belichick done. with me, and um, <laughs> but this orangutan that would go like, and the mother in me, I just wanted to, oh, and I literally had to get mad internally, like you do not ruin this take. Like I had to just like really. Were you mad with yourself, or were you mad no, with the orangutan? I, I, I had to. I was mad at myself, and that wasn't ha helping. So I had to get mad at the orangutan. And uh. I never, <laughs> I never pulled right. those emotions as an actor. You just snap into it and you snap out of it. That was the first and only time. I knew that if I didn't make this take, that it, it, it would so you were mad in that scene. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, be, because I had five, <laughs> I had right. five takes. And when you're a guest star on a TV show, you got to do right. it in one or two, and that's it. Yeah, you're, you know? you're literally a guest, and that's you don't want to be the one who's like holding everything up. Right. That's right. right. You know, and and that was the the most difficult. I mean, I've had pages and pages on soap operas, and you know, in these vampire films with blood and weird props that were far easier than working on the set with this orangutan. Well, don't they say never work with like animals and children? That's right. There you go. <laughs> now, now you know, know why. why. Now you know why. That's this it. little diaper butt. Oh, <laughs> that's so... a lot of nuts. That's but... right. <laughs> oh. But yeah, yeah. that Danger Theater was one of my favorite TV shows and it's amazing that I was like, holy crap, it, you it were on there. My, it ends my demo <laughs> reel. I have this acting demo reel with little clips and the, it ends with, um, uh, He's, he's, he says, what do I say? Um, I was in the tank. Oh, he sees me walk away with a bikini, and he looks at me, and I and I catch his glare, and I go, I was in the tank working uh, with the dolphins. Dr. Two-Piece. No, yeah, he goes, oh, Dr. Two-Piece. <laughs> and I go, I was in the tank working with dolphins. And he goes, hmm. Lucky dolphins. Lucky fish. <laughs> Lucky yeah. fish. Lucky fish. Yeah. And that's where my demo reel ends. Cause, and it's rare that you ever end on someone else's line, but right. it was just it was too, too good. Too good. Too good. <laughs> too good. There you go. So, all right. So going to horror because you are a scream, a scream, a scream, a scream, a scream. She's squeamish. I'm squeamish. Uh, that's right. Press the button. <laughs> Taking that button away. Wrong button. Oh, I hate that one. That's a terrible <laughs> button. See, I thought that was a button. Oh, I hate that one. That would be a good button. Yeah, that would be a good one. We yeah. have to find a famous person who said it, though. Sorry, yes. Charlie. Yeah, Sorry, right. Charlie. Yeah, yeah. But you get that a lot. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he's famous. He was in a movie. It was a, a um, yeah. you know, I had been doing um, you know, prime time guest starring roles on like Reasonable Doubts and and Northern Exposure and Matlock and these like regular Matlock well clothed TV shows, <laughs> well you know. Clothed. And right. then I did um, you know, Ivory. I was an Ivory Soap girl and made like seventy thousand dollars on an Ivory Soap commercial. And that's a lot and of money in that soap. That's yes. a lot of soap. Because they, they kept yeah. editing That's it into different segments and stuff. It mm. was really very, the gift that gift kept giving. And um, so, and then I uh, get with the William Morris Agency and I go out to Full Moon Entertainment for a film. Um, I think it was Dr. Mordred and I didn't get that one. And then they call me back for this other one, this subspecies vampire film. And, and I got a call back and on the call back, I really wanted to 
bring a lot to this because I'd never, I wasn't really into vampire films and I had a hard time believing that I'm a vampire and I need you to save me. And, and it was just, it was a lot of pretend. Mm. If, you know, and I had to figure out like, okay, how does this really play in real life? Like everything I've done, I find like what's the real, the reality in it. And I thought, oh wow, this is like a a, a drug, uh, like this is like an addicted girl to some sort of substance abuse. Okay. And um, who found herself in this foreign land, and this guy could possibly be her her drug dealer. And and as much as she fears him because he's a monster. She needs him. And I had to kind of just bring oh. it to earth for me because otherwise I would just go, <laughs> <laughs> you don't really need the blood, right? Yeah. So I, um, I, I put uh, lipstick behind my neck and I brought um, this, uh, this crystal stone because the, the name of that one was Bloodstone. And the, um, the story is that it, the, the Bloodstone drips the blood of the saints so that you, the user of it doesn't have to kill. And the scene for the audition was I'm holding it and the main vampire is, needs to get it from me and wants to, to keep me. I've like broken away from him and now he's trying to get me back. And so I thought if I can have a real stone in my hand, I'll, it'll feel real. And there's a part at the end where he brings me to him and he bites me and I pull away and I see the blood. And I just was nervous. I wasn't going to emotionally get there without really seeing blood. Mm. And so I'd never done this on an audition before, and it's not a normal thing, but I put fake blood behind my neck. Whether he was going to get physical with me on the audition or not, I didn't know. Again, that's not something that's normally done on these auditions. But this was a full moon picture, you know? It was kind of like, I'm like, oh, I, I looked at some of their stuff, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're out there, you know? So sure enough, um, Anders Hove, who was on General Hospital as the Faison character, had gotten the lead in this vampire film. And he is just, he just goes for it. And he did pull my head toward him. And when he backed away, I put my hand up, wiped it off, and then saw the blood. And I just, and I just lost it. Like it was just this incontrollable cry. And when I was done, Charlie and the director started to applaud. They're like, we feel we should have just paid you right then. Wow. Oh, that's good. And, and, and it just, and, and it was so fun to have had my five minutes in that room and made it, and just entertain them. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted five minutes and I wanted to entertain them in a believable way for something I just felt like was very unbelievable. And I had never expected to get it. Wow. And uh, there you go. That's a lot of me talking. I need some, push the button, give me something. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, baby. I was gonna say, they she own, likes the buttons. I was gonna say, they all blood behind the neck trick. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's inconceivable. See, points down here. You keep saying that word. <laughs> I don't got think your, it means what you think it three, means. Got your three movies. <laughs> the old blood behind the neck thing. That's right. There you go. That's right. So we saw Denise um, gush in admiration of you, Michael, for your performing. Do you do the same when you see her on screen? Yeah, better. I, I was actually just doing the same right now. Yeah, that's enough. All right, one, two, three. Aww. Aww. What was that? Was that? A drum roll. Like that. Yeah. Oh, that's the one I wanted. Uh, yeah, that's that's a, I'll get this down in like weird. a couple more weeks. You know that that is something that I tell some of my girlfriends when they've dated a guy and they and it's not working out and they complain. I'm like, when you're at a party, that guy should be able to look at you from across the room and just go, see that? That's my girl. And just like 
You know, when you're when you're watching your girl or your guy talking to someone else, and and you're you're at a party, and you've you know on either sides of the room. When you just look and you catch them in your your side view, and you're you're proud of them. You know, mm-hmm. you get like that little it's... butterfly feeling. Like you enjoy watching them interact. And when we first met, you know, he was full on rock and roll guy, long hair, um, <laughs> and. Uh, they you know, rode in on a motorcycle, just let let you guys know. That's right. Yeah. I have pictures. I'll show He's you. He's got pictures. And, and he was, you know, we'd go into a supermarket, and some of the, the older women would be a little bit taken aback. and But he was always so nice and so polite and respectful. And I, and I loved watching him talk to other people. And during our, our first couple months of dating, that was the clues that I took. How is he to the girl that's, that's filling the stuff in the bag? How is he to someone walking down the street who has to ask directions. And when you can see someone really be kind to other people that are strangers that there's no, they're not gonna go home with and possibly sleep with, <laughs> you know? And they're that's, still, that's good. right? They're still just as kind. <laughs> that's good on both ways. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's and nice to people that he's not trying to sleep with. That's right. Imagine I, how nice he is when he is trying to sleep with you. Dude, she knows. years. There you go. <laughs> she knows very well. Uh, that, that's, how, that's how it works. Yeah. Just be nice. We don't need much, us girls, you know? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I have to, wait a minute. I have to say something. Okay. It's, it's, no, 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 This is going to be. Oh, that's a good button. This is, yeah. this is going to be a nice thing. This is going to be, if we had it, this would be an odd thing. All right? Right, wrong one. Yeah. But. You're just going to have to talk and you're going to be underscored yes, by their buttons. Just go. Be, just, yeah, go, go. just go. Yeah. Just go. <laughs> when I look at these guys. Just think of it as this pretty night sky. Okay. And, and there's one song I think about that is just their lifestyle. It's, it's by Harrison. It's called Something. Because oh. it's, it's what you're saying. Oh. Something in the way she and moves. Yes, you yes. don't have to tell mm-hmm. each other. You know. Yeah. You know. And that's, that's what I say. Because God knows I see so many videos of, of you guys. And I've, <laughs> I've seen them before they were who they were. Right? That wasn't creepy Back at all. 30 years ago, right? <laughs> 30 years ago. Yeah, we've known Charlie for a long time. And, and I've been watching you for 30 years. Right then, you guys were made for each other. 30 years ago. Yeah, you, you, you told me something that I totally forgot about because I met Michael waitressing at a 50s diner. Yeah. And with your friend, and he would he brought Michael into the the 50s diner, and you reminded me as I was coming into the studio today. You said, "I remember when we were, I was in California at that 50s diner, and 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 you jumped up on the table in your poodle skirt and started dancing." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I did do that." Yeah, no, and you and doesn't everybody on the table. It was for a 50s him? diner. No, no, the waitresses and, did that. Oh, like, it was like, like Johnny Rockets. Exactly like yeah, Johnny Rockets. No, only a lot better. Better than yeah. All right. It was, it was actually better. I actually think no, it's no, where Johnny, Johnny Rockets, Rockets got the concept. idea from. Yeah. Probably. It wasn't better. It was a great, yeah. great cafe to the point where they had everything authentic of a 50s cafe. Yeah, that's right. And the girls had poodle skirts on, and at any given moment. The music would start, you guys would jump on the tables and dance. So it was like walking into Greece. Hopefully hopefully it wasn't a full table. That's (laughs) real. Well, and then 20 years later, after we got married, we rented out the entire diner. And we got remarried there. Oh, we, oh, nice. we, we really need an all button for the show. We, yeah, like, <laughs> for this show, we need a. Oh, Sorry, guys. <laughs> we, we'll have to name it the Duff Aw. We invited yeah. a, a bunch of friends, and they all sat in the, in booths, 
And um, and I came up the aisle holding a black and white shake with the metal can because I, one of my jobs was I was the soda jerk and I would make him a black and white shake. But before oh. I came up the aisle, my daughter, who was 14 or 15 at the time, I gave her my original poodle skirt with the shoes. Boy, we need that ah button. And, um, Seriously. and instead of having her walk down the aisle with putting like the traditional flower petals, I uh -huh. gave her the red plastic basket of French fries. <laughs> and she would drop fries <laughs> as she walked down the aisle. And then I came down the aisle. It's kind of wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. And I wore my original same wedding dress 20 years later. It was this little mermaid type dress. Huh? So, um,. Yes, but, right. but we Do made we... use of that diner. So there you go. There's a producer for you. Now isolate right that and put this on the thing. Now. That's what I'm doing right now. You may yeah. never use it again, so we want to get use well, of that diner. That's right. Yeah. It'll be more Oz for you. Oh, good. So speaking of women dancing, I have I have to ask. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That was that was a good segue. Yeah, baby. Uh, is, this a, is this a victory lap dance that you're asking about? No, this is this okay. is a question for Michael. As as a musician, why, why are you asking him about the Dancing because here. Charlie said music video. We want them to and make it to 30 years. Dancing and it all just popped in my head. Music video, guys. Married Children, there was a whole episode where they wanted the girl to dance. So, uh -huh. how, when you do that and you are with somebody, how do you justify that? Do you separate yourself from being a married person oh. or with somebody, or do you just. Now we're talking about her life more than mine. Right, because he. Um, you kiss when a lot I, of dudes. When I yes, <laughs> because when I danced yeah. on that tape for that, that like we that was just I only waitressed for like what a year maybe. Maybe yeah. I was just there for a year and we weren't married. But I bet and you it, tip well to this it day. Served, it <laughs> but, served its purpose. But that wasn't that wasn't like in a bar dancing. That was like to da da da, -da and you're just going like whatever. For, you know. Right. Yeah, it was fifties um, music. But, yeah. Yeah, the 50s music. But the part, like, do you remember there was a show called Silk Stockings? I remember that show. Oh, yeah, I remember oh, that love show. It, love prime it, love time it. after prime time. I was, yeah. I was a young kid, but it gave me funny feelings that I couldn't figure out. Yeah. 1130, <laughs> Channel yeah. 2. So I never saw yeah, it. Yeah, baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, I had a guest star role on that where I had to make out with uh, Rob Estes. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah there you go. And it's funny, Mitzi, Captor, and I are, are good Facebook friends now. And because um, I think I, I loved her, I know, right? She's lovely. Oh, yeah. I, I read for that main part as well, but yeah. I wound up just getting a you guest star. You cheated. And so, but it was a, a role of a girl who worked in a, a music store, mm -hmm. and I had the saxophone, and I had to be working on the saxophone when Rob comes in, and uh, we were old high school friends. Was the storyline, and I'm playing with the saxophone. I remember I had a real friend who played sax, and the week before, I'm like, "You got to show me what the hell to do with this." Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just supposed to be messing around with it, but you want to mess around with it as though. You like you know what you're doing, right? It's helpful because somebody would say something. Oh yes, yeah, oh yeah, oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like someone who doesn't really smoke. My mother's like, "Oh, they're not a smoker, Nisi." <laughs> um, so, so you can tell they're not inhaling. That's right. That's right. Yeah. She gives her great joy to let you know that. So I'm I'm messing around with this horn, and he's got some line. He's like, "Oh, I remember those days. I used to blow it till I was blue in the face." And I'm like, "Yeah, right." And then we get oh, closer, and then like we start yeah, to yeah, baby. <laughs> start to kiss and then then I'm like we can't do this and then we kiss a bit again and then I and there's dialogue and kiss and dialogue and kiss and I'm in front of the counter it's like the the music counter and then I think I had him lift me up on the counter because I was already taller than him and I, and I think I think it's I always think it's more comedic when the woman is much taller than the guy 
in a makeout. Yeah, it definitely puts it on its ear. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's well said. And so I, um, and I remembered I, I uh, just went barefoot. I had these boots, but when it came time for the head-to-head kind of like flirtatious, right. I just wanted to be barefoot because I'd rather be looking in his eye than looking down, right? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't comedic. <laughs> but then I kind of worked it out that if he could lift me up onto the counter, then it's justified, you know? So... Um, I love that we're talking. So I rehearsed this <laughs> with my husband. Yeah. I re- I'm, I'm sure he was happy to help. But, but, no, that wasn't quite good. We have to do it again. <laughs> but I, yeah. I had to rehearse the, the lines because I don't, I, I'm not a good memorizer. You right. know, I've always got other stuff going in my head, and I have to drill it and drill it and drill it. And so we... Um, and there's something about you have to say something, and then you have to kiss, and then you have to say something, and you got to do it right because the timing's going to be off. Right. So anyway, I rehearsed it with him, and then when it aired, I was kind of nervous. Like I remembered standing behind the couch, and you were in front. And you, we, that scene came up, and and when it was done, I just held my breath. Aww. Right. Aww. Aww. He got it. Aww. He got it. That was perfect. Oh which which button is it? It's the invisible one. Wait, wait. Just, it, this is where, no, you'll use it in a second. All right, here we go. So ready. I was really nervous. Do do like a sexy evil cue, something like, so I'm watching him watch me make out with another guy. Aww. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Terrified. Okay. Said I was going to need it in a second. <laughs> Oh, you're right, you're right. A second was up. <laughs> you're right. And then, and then do, you go, do yeah, ba- Do yeah, baby. So he's watching me make out with another guy. Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> baby! <laughs> it's not good if we have direction. <laughs> <laughs> so then he turns around and he goes, you did good. I believed it. Oh. Right? There you go. <laughs> and why wouldn't we choose a director, damn it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're almost out of time because... Oh, my God, I hate that. The clock is way off, like, so way off. He's like, yeah, we got a half an hour. Like, we don't have a half an hour left. No, 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 that's how long long the second half's been going. Yeah, so what happens to my cues for the five minutes, ten minutes? Oh, we're at two minutes now. (laughs) (laughs) Two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Oops. Oops. Good good job. All right, so... He was getting the ah sound. That was the thing. He was Uh, was busy. He was doing his job. He was too busy doing his job. He couldn't do his job. All right, so we're going to do this real quick. One word, final thought. Charlie, final thought. I love these guys. Go, go. Give us your social media when it comes to you, but you gotta check them out. That's more than a word, Charlie. And especially <laughs> Michael's uh, little live uh, presentation before Monday Night Football. I love it. Fantastic, yeah. Alex. Final thought. One word. Oh. Uh, 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 let's take away the board away from you guys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Denise, final thought. Aww. Aww. Nice. Aww. Michael, final thought? So, Denise is at Denise Duff. It's with a C, D-E-N-I-C-E-D-U-F-F. Well, someone's on the ball with this. I'm Michael Duff, (laughs) spelled just how you would expect Michael Duff to spell. Um, Yeah. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff? Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Denise Duff, D-E-N-I-C-E-D-U-F-F. And yes, I know the uh, the YouTube uh, substitute teacher video of Denise. Uh, (laughs) You don't? Oh, okay. So my final thought is this. Thank you guys for coming down. Wait, you're going to do last. You said you were going to do last. No, I said when you... Never mind. Just do your thing. (laughs) We're so out of time. We're so out of time. So I want to thank you guys for coming down. I really appreciate you guys. We're more than welcome to come back next time, and we'll have some more wacky antics and fun. I really appreciate that. And Dominic, do you have a final thought? Hug your mom.
Nice. Yes, definitely. definitely. Ah, nice. Definitely. Happy Halloween, y'all. Yeah, there so you go. that about does it for this week on the Came From does Radio. Does it really? Join us right here any week on this radio station. If you missed any part of the show, Tough. go to our website, www.camefromradio.com. Listen to us on Archives, uh, Beyond Dawn Studios, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that other stuff, or... Just Google It Came From The Radio. And we'll see you next week. Take it easy. You've been listening to It Came From The Radio. With yeah, not, not, not even close to a so that, that was fun. Didn't Man, necessarily we reflect went, that of management, owners, or staff we at the station. We went off the rails and down we a cliff. You to well, your what, 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 what's broadcast. on the rails? What, Nothing. What, Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Show the rails where it's kind of more structured. Not one rail. You know, we got <laughs> levels and things. We just toasted. I have stuff going on. Yeah. I, not, not even close. It was a really fun show. It was fun. Yeah. We lost oh track of time. I, can't <laughs> I know. All I of the good things in life. I hope the guy doesn't get mad. Why is this going on? No, it's not over an hour. Oh. Did you lie to him? So I'm like, yeah, we have two minutes. <laughs> How Wrap much time up. did we have in total? Let's find out now that I hit the. All right, hold on. <laughs> now that